From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Follow the wise. Where does it lead? If you're being 100% honest, it leads to I don't fucking know. Most Christians claim to have it all figured out. Jesus. It must be nice to have an answer to everything. Where do black holes come from? Jesus. Why do whales sing? Jesus. Why do kids have cancer? Because Jesus thought it was a good idea. If the answer to everything is Jesus, then Jesus is to blame for the good and the bad. Unfortunately, most don't ask why. Because they don't get that far. The wall of Jesus blocks and prevents the critical step it takes to question the tyrannical actions and ideals of the Christian deity. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is the founder of the Carter Hughes Knowledge Institute, Carter Hughes. Welcome to the show, Carter. Hey, thank you for having me on, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for coming on. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, yes, like you said, we have the uh, Carter Hughes Knowledge Institute online platform for folks to just come and get uh, tools and products to, to ultimately help them be more confident and more productive in their everyday lives, right? On the site, we kind of have three lanes that we focus on. One is personal self-development. Uh, another one is career enhancement, career improvement. And then another one that we have is for veterans specifically, uh, veteran resources, veteran products and tools as well. Awesome. Very helpful. So is it like a, a productive find job, uh, find career paths, uh, tools in life to better yourself uh, in every day? How does that work? Yes, yes. Uh, as far as uh, for the veterans specifically, we connect them to uh, we give them the link to connect to careers, uh, resources in their areas uh, to get their DD-214, to get their VMET. These are kind of like uh, college transcripts for their military experience, right? So they can oh. use this when they're going to get jobs, right? So it's another tool that can help them. Uh, we also have a video on there about the disability claims process, kind of breaking that down, the three elements of service connection. Oh, uh, we have the claims tracker on there as well, where you can like track your disability claims and kind of make sure you're satisfying the three elements for each claim that you have. Uh, just tools like that specifically for veterans. And then as far as career enhancement, we have the, uh, the American Workforce Trinity book, that we just put out. We have courses as well and the American Workforce Trinity course uh, that we offer as well. And that's just reminding folks of three simple principles uh, that can help them have consistent progress in their work. Uh, number one being know your job well enough to explain it to a child, right? Uh, a simple formula to kind of break, break <laughs> so down true. your job, right? It's like, number one, what's the product or service that you're offering? Number two, who's the target audience? Number three, what's the mission statement, right? That speaks to how your mm -hmm. company specifically wants to kind of give that product or service to the target audience. It's kind of keeping it simple for folks. Uh, number two is about, you know, relationships, having good relationships with all your coworkers, trying to learn from their perspectives.
because that gives you a better understanding of the job as a whole, right? Now you can be more valuable because you're seeing things from a different perspective when you have those uh, useful relationships, like based in being helpful, right? Based in serving and helping each other to kind of make the whole machine run a little smoother. And that last one, number three in the in the uh, the Trinity is public speaking, right? Being eager and willing to speak publicly about your job, right? What we found, uh, they're saying that about 90% of people do not want to speak publicly. 10% are willing. So uh, just by adding that one skill puts you in the top 10%, right? So it gives you a lot more opportunities uh, to once again, learn more about your job, look at it from different perspectives and share the message of your organization, right? Which helps you to kind of uh, kind of present yourself as an asset to the industry as a whole, right? So it gives you more stability, more recognition. Uh, so those three simple principles we try to get people to focus on while they're approaching work, right? Because the way we see it, uh, for most of us, we're going to spend the bulk of our life working, right? Like if yeah, somebody yeah. were act watching an actual movie on your life, they'd be watching you work for the, most of the movie, right? So it's yeah. like, since that is the reality of it, why not make the most of it, right? And with these three simple principles, we can really make ourselves an asset uh, wherever we are, you know? Uh, so that's, as far as career compensation, that's what we focus on. And then with self-development, it's things like, uh, you know, confidence is one that we really just breaking down the definition of confidence. And reminding folks to identify your qualities and abilities so you can define your value for yourself, right? And we find folks when you get in that position to where you're allowing others to kind of, you know, define who you are, that can get a little tricky. So we're just reminding folks to define who you are for yourself, right? Define those abilities that you have. We all were given God-given gifts, uh, but a lot of times we don't use them. We overlook them. So we're just kind of reminding folks uh, to develop those gifts, right, and giving them some pathways uh, to do that as well. Uh, so that's on the self-development side of things. So those three lanes really, uh, but the intention underneath it all is to help folks be more confident and more productive, right? So that's kind of what's behind everything that we do, all the products and tools that we offer. That's, that's kind of the intention behind them. Helping people. Nice job, man. Hey, hey, we got to, man. A lot of people have helped me. So, you know, I'm just passing it forward. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, coming up on a year now, right? Like wow. I, I kind of, kind of started on this journey about five years ago, getting this information, Jim Rome, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Bob Proctor, Earl Nightingale, these folks I was listening to around that time, uh, because, you know, I found myself kind of in a dark, uh, disappointing space in my life, right? I was 35 years old, uh, making about $35,000, had two kids living with my parents. <laughs> it, it was all bad, right? So, and, and, and in that time of my life, the main thing that I wasn't doing was taking responsibility, right? Like I was, <laughs> that was kind of the key to it all for me, like accepting that, oh man, this stuff is bad because of me, you know, like it's not <laughs> the world or not this person or that, but it's me, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so really embracing that at first, you know, eventually I got to the point of, oh, that means I have the power to change it, right? So I started improving mm -hmm. myself everything changed for me you know once i started working on specific skills taking things serious right taking my work more serious uh making myself more of an asset more uh about service right having that positive attitude every day volunteering for stuff once i really started to like take my job seriously uh everything changed for me and i continued listening to i still do to this day right i still listen to the same guy to this day uh, because, you know, that's the thing as well. Like once I had a little success, <laughs> I stopped listening to them a little bit. Right. And then things started getting a little wild. So uh, that's part of it also. Like, you know, they say 
sometimes your income will take a lucky jump. Uh, but if you don't grow out to where it is, it'll normally come back to where you are. Right. And I've kind of seen that firsthand. So I had to continue. Like, hey, you got to you got to continue to improve, continue to learn, continue to go through the uncomfortable stuff to get to the other side of it. Right. Continue to try. And it's like real simple, basic things. Uh, but it wasn't what I was used to. Wasn't what I was focused on at the time. Uh, but it was simple. But that's kind of the the trick of it all, right? It's easy to do and easy not to do, right? So it just comes <laughs> down to <laughs> it comes down to what are you gonna do, you know? So I, I've been staying faithful to it, uh, and that's kind of what all this stuff is about, man. Just kind of for me, words is kind of my thing. I enjoy words, enjoy reading, writing. So I'm using them to help people, you know. That that's kind of the basis of all this. Just using my words to help people, listening and learning, and, and as I listen and learn and gain more. I share more, you know, and that eventually led me to the Bible, you know, and that's uh, and we put together a course on that as well, like kind of six or seven different passages that kind of speak to what we're thinking. This thing is all about, man, just identifying your gifts, developing them and using them to serve other people. Right. And that's kind of the focus of all this. And that's kind of the intention of the uh, design your life biblical studies course that we have as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of showing those passages. And once again, trying to give people that confidence and productivity and letting them know that it starts right here, right inside of mm. you. You know, once you understand and accept that, I mean, man, everything uh, kind of changes. So we're really trying to spread that message. Well, man, holy cow. Well, you, you do a lot of good there, especially with the paperwork part. I mean, just the paperwork alone is a pain in the ass to try and figure out all that stuff. So if you're going to yeah. help people with that, holy cow, nice job. Holy cow. Yeah, trying to simplify it, man. Trying to simplify it. Yeah, we need that. We they don't take classes in in high school about filling out paperwork for the government and stuff. You know, yeah, they no, should, no. but they do. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of classes we seem to be missing in high school. Like you know, how yeah. to buy a house, how to balance a checkbook. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that would all be uh, great stuff. Confidence, right? Confidence, what, what is confidence? Yeah. Right? Oh what God. is confidence? Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of. Uh, a lot of misunderstanding out here. So, you know, we're, we're definitely trying to help people get some clarity. So you did mention Bible courses and Bible verses. So, of course, yes. that tingles, little spider tingles go off in my head here. So let's talk about that. We're going to jump over to that. So um, as far as the label Christian, mm -hmm. would you give yourself that label? That's a great question. Uh I guess now I would say for the past, uh, what, maybe four or five months, I've been, uh, I mean, I've kind of, I guess I've all for the past few years been a practicing Christian, like kind of trying to live by those uh, values and things like that. For the past five months, though, I, I've been reading the Bible. So I kind of get an idea uh, on the ground of what's really expected. And, you know, it was crazy in the Bible days. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm definitely uh, right now. I'm an active uh, practicing Christian, you know, uh, practicing Christian. Regular, yeah. Regular to me. That's just uh, a person who using their talents to try to serve others. That's it. Right. That's you know, what I a practicing my, Christian is to you is to uh, me, using to your me. talents to serve others, using your talents to serve others. And if you want to subscribe to this group or whatever, then, hey, it makes sense to me because uh, that's kind of. What we're seeing in the Bible, that that's kind of the point of all this, man. Just using your, you don't have to be perfect. Nobody, they had some terrible people in the Bible who God was like, hey, I'm watching over this guy, right? But <laughs> so that let me know, like, it's not about being perfect. That's not a realistic goal. It's just about, from what I'm seeing, trying to be useful to other people. Like, like that's yeah. kind of what it's about, being useful to others in some way. 
that's the it's helpful being helpful yeah absolutely yeah, i mean we have to help each other we're all in this together man we can't uh yes indeed i can't sing when we can try but <laughs> we're, we're all in the same true. rock we're all in the same yeah. boat man yeah <laughs> going through the same type of things you know having the same type of yeah. problems that's what yeah. this is mm-hmm. yep make it a competition instead of sticking together it's a lyrics of yeah. a song somewhere um yeah, yeah. Practicing Christian. So, so practicing Christianity, using the uh, talents to serve others. Uh, where in the Bible do you see this as a uh, an example of Christianity? And are there any other places in the Bible you see examples of what Christianity is? Uh, well, I'm, I'm in the book of Samuel so far, right? The second book of Samuel uh, is oh. where I am with reading the Bible. Uh, David is the king, you know, he's, oh. he's kind of, he's flying a little too close to the sun at this point. Oh, uh, Carter, you're but, speaking my language here. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, Mark 12, 31 is, is where we get hmm. that from. You know, loving your neighbor as you love yourself, right? That, that's kind of yeah. the service yeah. to others. That's what we base that on, right? Loving and your that neighbor. That was from Jesus, correct? You, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was that was when the commandments and all this, uh, and then uh, the parable of the talents as well, uh, which is a story that Jesus was telling uh, about the penalty for not developing your talents, right? Like hmm. the story of you know the three uh, servants who uh, the the master gave yeah. one five talents, gave one three, gave the other one one. He went away, came back. What did you do with your talents? The one who had five turned into ten. The one who had three turned into six. The one who had one buried it, right? Buried it. I didn't want to lose it, right? Fear and doubt and all that type of stuff. So he took his talent and gave it to the guy who had 10, right? So now he has 11. And and the words in there that um, towards the end of it was, cash ye the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness with the crying and gnashing of teeth, right? So wow. interpret wow. that as when you don't develop your talents, uh, you may be steered to a, a, a section in life where there are people who are upset, crying like the struggle life. Like when you don't develop your talent, it could lead you to that dark kind of struggling life. You know, that's the message uh, that we kind of took from it, which is just another reason to develop your talents. You know, it's important. God gave these gifts for a reason and he wants you to develop them. You know, he wants you to and if, develop these things to help other people. And if I don't develop, thank you for that. If I don't develop those talents, um, you mentioned gnashing of teeth. Gnashing of teeth, grinding of teeth, right? The people who are uh, upset even while they're sleeping, right? you're grinding your teeth hmm. and you sleep. It's like, you know, the interpretation of that is a lot of upset people, a lot of unsatisfied gotcha. people like that, that dissatisfaction at, at an all time high. People are just upset and angry and crying. Right. And sad about the that whole environment, you know, is kind of how how we interpret that part of it. So once again, the, the message, I believe the underlying message is develop your gifts. Right. It, it will lead to your fruitfulness, your usefulness, your fulfillment. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a big message we definitely try to push i see i see that um i see that uh like i'm gonna, I'm gonna use robin williams as an example that's his talent he's a stand-up comedian uh mm -hmm. talking to people making people laugh that that's definitely his talent um and mm -hmm. he he felt the need to always do that um i don't want to speak for him but the documentary that i've watched you know points in that mm -hmm. direction that mm -hmm. that he he was he was wanting to do that constantly and, and had that urge he was doing it all day all the time um, so I see it as a drive and, and I see it as, um, we get stressed out if we're not doing that thing that we're really good at. Like, 
I, I don't know. I can't think of anything I'm really good at, but something I enjoy mm-hmm. doing, you know, is these podcasts, um, having these yeah. conversations. And if I'm not mm-hmm. having those conversations with the podcast and, and, and it's been a couple of weeks, I, I'm getting eager. I get antsy. I really want to have that conversation. I guess you could be the gnashing of teeth, you know? Um, but I don't really, I don't understand where God fits into that whole scenario in itself. It's just human emotions, humans reacting to, um, mm-hmm. their environment and what they would like to be doing as opposed to what they are doing. Uh, so where, where does God fit into that exactly? I would say uh, as far as what, keeping it under control, uh, wanting to develop your talents and help people, but having that balance, is that what you're asking? Yeah, I mean, where, where is God in all of that? Uh, you you mentioned the, uh, you've been I would cast say, out I would those say, who don't develop their talents, uh, the gnashing I, of teeth. Uh, I would, so is God I would say doing the, God, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I would say God is the one who gave the gifts, you know. God gave the gifts. You know, uh, and we all have inherent gifts, right? Uh, we always ask people to, to inventory your gifts as well. Take the multiple intelligence assessment, right? Take the uh, the interest explorer, right? The, the Myers-Briggs even, right? Get as much information on yourself as you can uh, because all humans have eight different intelligences, right? So it, it's important yeah. that we kind of know how they're pitched, right? How That's many how humans are you met? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, intelligences. <laughs> they, they do, but, uh, you know, people... A lot of folks are talked out of developing themselves, you know, like from an early age, unfortunately, right? Uh, that's not the message getting to develop ourselves. Uh, but yeah, every human has eight different intelligences. Yes. <laughs> yes. Eight different. Uh, I, don't know, I live in Vegas, man. I've se- I haven't seen much of it. I have not seen much of those yeah. intelligences. Yeah. You know, um, but you, people may you, choose not to use it, may choose yeah. not to develop it, but that comes down to the law of use, right? Like if you, if I put my arm, you know, t- tie it to my body and don't use it for a year, I won't be able to use it forever, right? So if you don't use it, it's going to diminish without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. But the talents are there. Talents. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, use your talents. But okay, so God gave people these gifts, these talents. Is mm-hmm. God the one causing the the gnashing of teeth, the casting out? No, that's the that's kind of how things work when you don't develop yourself. Like like things are going to go bad, unfortunately. Uh, this is what it kind of shows when you don't yeah. develop the gifts that you have and you don't learn new things, develop so new natural. skills. Yeah. It, because of we, we live in a, a capitalist commercial society, right? Like <laughs> if you're not valuable, you're not going to get a lot of compensation. I think that's kind of what it's saying. Yeah. If you're not useful, not developing your skills and becoming better at certain things, those things are tied directly to your content as well. Right. So when you don't have compensation, that's when everything's a lot more intense in that environment. When you don't have the money to get what you need, things are definitely going to be a lot more intense. Uh, so it all kind of seems to tie together, right? Mm-hmm. Where we all have the gifts if we develop them, if we choose to develop them. I believe, you know, it's like Ratatouille. Anybody can cook. Anybody can go out and <laughs> be successful. <laughs> you know, anybody can be successful if you put in the time to develop your gifts, right? Like, that. yeah, but rats don't belong in the kitchen, man. I don't care how well that rat can cook. I don't know where you're at, but uh, they're already in the kitchen, buddy. That's so, true. I live in Vegas. I guarantee you, we got them in the kitchen. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, I'll be, you live in Vegas. Oh, yeah. you know that. There's rats the everywhere, yeah. little four legged ones, two legged ones. Um, so I want to go back. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I I want to go back to, um, the, the practicing Christianity part of it a little Mm -hmm. bit here. Um, you had mentioned Jesus is teaching as the love your neighbor as a good, Mm -hmm. one of the good Christian values, Mm -hmm. um, that I can see as a great value. Yes. I mean, love your neighbor. I mean, it's kind of a, 
Yeah. As you love yourself. As you love yourself. As you love yourself. Yeah. And uh, Buddha, actually, before Jesus said it, said, overcome anger by love, overcome evil by good, overcome the misser by giving, overcome the liar by truth. So isn't that the same thing as saying love your enemies? 100%. Yeah. So Those things are tough to do. You know, I'm, I'm working on that stuff still. It's, it's yeah, not no, 100%. Easy. <laughs> not easy. Uh, but yeah, but that, that's kind of the goal. If we can get those values, those same values as in loving your neighbor, as yourself, treating others with kindness, all those things, if we can get that outside of the Bible before Jesus said it, Buddha's got it. We've got all these other uh, religions that have these kinds of things that came before Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's to me, it doesn't sound like this crazy idea. No, that, that came out of nowhere. We've it's been in human history for a very long time. So think, as besides yeah. that, in the Bible, what else would you use as far as practicing Christianity? Because to me, that looks uh, like practicing Buddhism, practicing other religions that also have the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, none of them. I, I think they're all pretty much the same. The purpose of religion, I believe, is to kind of help the human live a good life. You know, and people have been trying to do that since the beginning of time, I would assume, you know. Trying but why to do we need the religion to do that, to, to lead the you good life? You don't need life? it. You uh, don't need it. Okay. You don't need religion. No, no. Yeah. I think religion just kind of serves as a handbook or a guidebook, right? But you don't need it. No. But I don't. Yeah, I don't need that as a handbook either. Like, well, like yeah, let's just take the Bible, for instance. I mean, you got love your neighbor, but in the Old Testament, it says buy your slaves from your neighbors. And then it says stone your neighbors. And then it says stone mm-hmm. disobedient children, all kinds of things. So it's very contradictory yeah. as far as that goes. So if I'm going to get love your neighbor from the Bible, but I'm not going to get stone your disobedient child from the Bible. You know, does that make sense? So I wouldn't yeah. at that point, I wouldn't take anything from that book. I can get it from other sources that that tell me uh, to love my neighbor, to do well, to do to do better. Um, but it doesn't tell me yeah. to keep slaves and it doesn't tell me to stone disobedient children. Yes. You know what I mean, yeah, 100 uh, percent. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, if you, if you don't want to get it from the Bible, wherever you're getting it from, just yeah. get the information. Right. We're yeah. not. Uh, I don't sell Bible. So, you know, I'm not really a Bible uh, <laughs> spokesman. Or anything but that's like where you're that. getting your, your idea of the, the, the uh, practicing Christianity, you know, the, the good ideas. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm worried that you're going to find a good idea in there. That's a bad idea. You know what I mean? And people have found throughout it's, time, bad ideas in that Bible. So it's, without it's, a doubt. Uh, but the Bible uh, to me is just the, the reflection of the human, the human parental is, advisory. Is, you know, yeah, my Bible comes with a parental advisory, explicit content on it. It should. There's there's murder, there's rape, yeah. there's violence in the Bible, just yeah. like in life. I feel like the Bible is life, right? The human is a walking contradiction. I'm a contradiction, right? I contradict. That's the reality of it. If if we're being honest, you know, yeah. Uh, because yeah, there is killing of people. No, yes, indeed, murder by God Himself. The yeah. disobedience. Yes, God was yeah. all about murdering people and making them suffer and. Yeah, he was a tough guy, you know. Uh, but <laughs> he was a tough guy. But but me, uh, like I went to the Marine Corps. They do a lot of tough stuff in there. And me personally, yeah. I don't think it's wrong. But you get someone else and they say that's wrong. That's the human. We're all mm. going to have different opinions. And I believe that's okay. Mm. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. If people don't want to use the Bible, that's perfect. Right? Just try to get to whatever it is a good life for you. Do less harm, Carter. Do less harm. You don't harm. have to and... use these things. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just, it's pretty basic. Just do less harm. That's how you do better in the world, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I don't need a, yeah, the book. So what is the Bible to you, now that we're on this topic? What is the Bible to you? How how do you take it? Is it it, uh, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scriptures God breathed, useful for preaching, teaching, correcting, and training in righteousness? How do you take the Bible? Is it perfect? Is it just a... Instruction manual. Yeah, I don't think anything's perfect, man. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've lived too long to, yeah. to think anything is perfect. Like that's just that wouldn't make sense to me. Uh, yeah. The Bible, like anything else, is a tool, a tool hmm. to use or not to use. If you don't think it's useful, don't use it. Right? If you think it's useful, use it. But that's if the cheese is old it. and moldy, don't use it. That's what I'm saying, man. That thing's got so much mold on that and and grossness. Uh, It's just get rid of it. Get something better. There's so many better. Tim Robbins, and you mentioned a bunch of other people. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Way better. Oh, sorry. Ah, There's a thunderstorm outside. Oh, no. It's a pretty bad storm. man. You're breaking up. Okay, you're back. You're back now. All right, we're back. Yeah, there's a storm outside. It's pretty bad. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. So. Storming in Vegas? Crap, what were we talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know. We're getting a tail into that uh, that Hurricane Har- Har- Hillary shenanigans. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Tropical storm you said now, the I che- guess. the cheese is moldy. You said the cheese yeah, is moldy. Yeah, the cheese is moldy. Yeah, if the cheese is moldy, get rid of it, man. Buy some new cheese without mold on it. That thing's got a bunch of mold on it. I mean, Second Samuel, you're in Second Samuel right now. This is the part yes. where David and Bathsheba have a child and God kills it. Not just kills it, he, yes. he he puts a sickness on it for seven days. So he causes the child to suffer before he kills it. Why? Because the enemies of God showed contempt to him. So he got mad and the child must die. Was that the uh was that the lady he took from the um uh, from the farmer guy? The lady he took from the farmer guy? From the farmer. David, when David was king, he took uh, a farmer's wife. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, had yeah, a child yeah. with her. I didn't know he was a farmer. He went to war and he sent him off to war and he died. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's Bathsheba. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the story of yeah, Bathsheba. Yeah. And in Second Samuel 15, he struck the child and it died on the 18th, yeah. 18 on the seventh day, he died. So he, he yeah. killed a kid. He killed many like, kids. They killed like, many. Yeah. By that time, though, they had killed a bunch of kids. He's not a good women, guy at that point, Carter. A bunch of children. At that point, uh, he's not a good guy, though. He killed a bunch of people. I mean, you yeah. know, death is a part of life. Like, I mean, you know, once again, no! too much. The I've way he did it, we just talked point. about this one, though, Dave. And David's kid, though. That's not a part of yeah. life. That's God he, getting upset so he slaughters a kid. He killed his kid because he shouldn't have took the guy's wife. When the uh, So when the kid has to die? David, yeah, it was intense. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's harsh. Yes, indeed. Does uh, that but make I sense, think, though? Yes, I get it. Explain it. Make it make sense. Make it sound good. Make it sound because because (laughs) in the Bible, if you're reading the Bible from Uh from Genesis, there's death and violence and everything. So for that to continue on was not a surprise to me. You know, Uh, violence happens. People die. God was very harsh on people. I'm asking questions like, why is he so harsh on these people? I still don't have the answers to that question, uh, but I'm not through the book yet. Maybe I'll never get the answer. It gets way worse, buddy. Uh, It gets way worse. (laughs) Maybe I'll never get the answer. Uh, But yeah, I understand life. I understand people get killed and die and all these things. That's the reality of life. Like, so I'm not, you you know, it's one of those uncomfortable realities, but I try to understand it, right? Like, this this shit's been here before me. It'll be here after me. So I just try to get it as fact, though. 
do you, do you take it as fact like this actually happened? Uh, David's kid was no, actually. Oh, I got no by... evidence. I got no evidence. I'm not an archaeologist. No, of course not. No, I, you know, it, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. To yeah. me, that's not important, right? Like whatever I am not seeing, uh-huh. I don't. You know, who knows if it really happened? But it's still a useful book to me, in my opinion. Still a good gotcha. tool. I don't know if any of the books happened because I wasn't there. You know, yeah. so but for me useful too to millions of other people it's you know useful uh but for me yeah definitely you there's some passages in here that are useful but yeah god was very murderous very murder if you haven't read the bible i would say read it he was killing a whole (laughs) bunch of people he was telling them he was getting mad because they left the women and children alive that's why i'm like where do people get this whole don't kill the women and kids thing from because god was not on that he was like oh you didn't kill the women and children so now you're going to suffer for that he was very intense. Like, yeah. But this evil. is my first re- evil is the word I would go. Evil. That's pretty evil, man. That's pretty bad. I'm not a I'm not a believer that regardless of what somebody does, they shouldn't die. Like, I'm not a believer in that. Like, would you follow is, the advice of a mass murderer? He's a mass murderer. Yes, he is. So you're gonna you're willingly following the advice of a mass murderer. Based on the Bible, he's a mass murderer. Yes. And yeah. I am taking information from the Bible and using it. Yes. Man, if you want to say that, yeah, then okay, I, I get that connection. I definitely understand it. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good yeah. one. But yeah, I am taking information from the Bible and mm-hmm. using it. And yes, Jesus, like if you haven't read the Bible, read it. He is murdering a lot. I have of definitely people. read it. That's why yeah. I do the show. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely murdering a lot. Yeah, of people. Jesus, God, same person. So, so Jesus is a documented child. Killer. I haven't got to that part yet. You haven't got to that part. Story. Oh. I didn't mean to ruin Jesus it for you. Jesus hadn't appeared yet, right? <laughs> he, had, he had Joseph who kind of had, he was like, is this Jesus? When I'm reading it, Joseph. Yeah. Uh, but no, Jesus hasn't appeared yet. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. so yeah. yeah, it's still. You got to wait. The end, of, the end of David's reign uh, is what it's looking like. Because the guy came to him and <laughs> David took the guy's wife, right? And then and they came to him and tell David a story. You know, we have this rich guy and this poor guy. Uh, the poor guy has a goat. The rich guy has everything. A stranger comes to town and the rich guy takes the poor guy's goat and gives it to the stranger. And David's like, oh, we should kill the rich guy and make him pay back the goat four times over. And that's what he tells the priest. And the priest's like, okay, uh, the rich guy is you. <laughs> that to David, you know, and David's like, oh, because that's what he just did with uh, Bathsheba, taking mm-hmm. the... Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting, man. The the book is interesting to me, you know. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's definitely got the the value of intrigueness. Intrigue there's a word in there. Uh curiosity. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, it's to me it's a lot like life nowadays. Like all this stuff is oof. I don't see you know, much hasn't changed, you know. Lots uh, changed. A lot has changed. We're not flooding the of... entire planet, we're not stoning children to get to death. Um yeah, no, a lot's changed. A lot has definitely changed. We don't have kings people, anymore. People are still <laughs> violent, right? There are kings still in the world, right? Like, there are kings still in the world. People are still oh, yeah, violent, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like, you know, there's a lot of this stuff. And America's, uh, and these places are real, too. So that's another thing that really intrigued me about it. Because I've traveled yeah. a little bit now. So knowing that, you know, these places are real places, like, that careful, intrigues though. me as well. Their stories know? don't line up with actual history. So be careful with what you read and, and make sure you investigate. Uh, there's a, a wonderful book called The Bible Unearthed. Uh, I would highly recommend that. That'll t- teach you a lot about what was going on at that time. And, and, and uh, yeah, really good stuff. I think, am I frozen or are you frozen? No, 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 you're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I do my frozen dance. Yeah. This is my frozen dance. 
it's very, you know, uh, and I didn't even start reading the Bible until my 40th year of life. So uh, it's, it's very intriguing to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Adam and Eve story, uh, the lack of gratitude, lack of accountability, stuff like that. You see a lot of that uh, today. Mm, yeah, and, you know, story, it, yeah. and it's, you know, oh, it's, it's issue. See, yeah. No, that's, that's, oh man, there's so much there. There's so much there. Definitely read into it. Um, mm. But we're talking about God at this point, And I would like to know, or have you described God? What what is God to you? Who is God? Can can you describe him? What is God? The creator. Creator. Right? If I had to just give it a two words, I would say the creator. You're frozen now. Yeah. You're oh frozen. no. <laughs> you're frozen now. Yeah. I'll, I'll do the frozen dance till I come back. All right. All right. There you go. Get back. Get back. Get back. <laughs> Stop yeah, dancing. Back, Stop dancing. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you should watch it on YouTube so you can watch me do the frozen dance. Um <laughs> creator. So he's creator of everything. I would say so, yeah, in my opinion. So this yeah. is his fault. Yes. All right. All right. So do you see creation as Man, is this the best he could do? Like uh, how do you see God? Is he a perfect perfect being? Is he uh... I'm not perfect, right? I don't expect any perfection from anyone. I'm not perfect, right? So right. I don't, that's not an expectation that I have. Uh, so not from your God. I don't know. Uh, I think once again, the the Bible is is a, a tool for me, helps me, right? Gives me little information, ways to look at life, to add to my philosophy. Um, that has helped me, right? Because yeah. people are still people at the end of the day. So uh, yeah, and with him being the creator, I think that's just telling us to create things, right? We're human. That's the difference between us and animals. We can create things, right? So I think well, that's a big uh, message, too, to get people to be more creative, right? Create more things. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Not, not, not to the level of the human, though, right? So I cannot spin a web like the spiders do. This so is true. They, I can't do the level of that. I can't swing across a tree but that's different i can't i can't build a termite nest i can't build a beehive i can't build a True. bird's nest all that shenanigans you know there's a lot there's a lot True. of they got shenanigans i don't have so mm -hmm. and and yeah. vice versa we that have it makes me not have, like, as awesome as <laughs> it's a spider sometimes i guess yeah no you know we all got to be distinctly different and that's okay we're all distinctly different that's that's not a bad thing you know so how do you feel about creation though like did did god do this on purpose this way do you believe the fall of man story how's it work for you yeah, I don't I don't really get into all that. For me, it's more I'm grateful to be here. I don't know about that stuff. It's happened <laughs> thousands of years ago. I'm grateful to be here. I'm gonna try to make the most of it. I like that, you know, I don't because I wasn't there, so I can't really have a strong stance either way. I would yeah. just be following somebody, right? And I'd rather just follow what I feel and try to make the most of my life, right? I'm gonna mm. die one day. I'm okay with that. While yeah. I'm here, I'm gonna try to make the most of it, you know. Uh but yeah, man, I got kids, man. You know, so I can't spend too much time on stuff thousands of years ago, and that wasn't I don't, that that wasn't given to me like that desire and interest and intrigue wasn't. It's not naturally a thing for me. So I try, you know. Hey, man, I'm happy to be here, man. You know, I've been here forty years. I'm still excited, right? I'm hoping I got like eighty left. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my focus, and I, and I'm okay with not knowing everything. That's yeah. it's not possible, you know. This stuff is this stuff. You know, yeah. I'm I'm here, so I'm good with that. You don't have to give me much more than what you gave me already. I'm good. I'll make the most of it, right? It's on me, and I and I'm fine with that. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, that's the honest answer. I don't know. Uh, gotcha. 
but you but there is a god and it's the christian god i would say there's a god yes but i don't know that either i have no evidence no. to show for it right no yeah, it's no. A, it's an imagination thing it's right faith whatever we want to believe type of thing right yeah you, that's yeah, what it yeah. is yeah well yeah yeah it's an imagination thing we're just pretending it's there because we don't know and that's fine. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things you can't verify. Like for me, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I believe more in the things that I can't verify sometimes than the thing that you can't. Explain. You know? mm. Having a goal, right? Something that I'm saying I'm going to do. Can't see it yet. There's no way to really do it, right? Uh -huh. I write it down. <laughs> and a couple years pass and now I'm accomplishing this goal that I had no idea how I was going to do it, right? It was just in my imagination. There was no evidence that I could or should do it, right? But the imagination pulled you to, to accomplish it, right? That's the type of uh, magic that I'm referring to, you know, uh, stuff that you can't see. And people are going to definitely discourage you and tell you, you shouldn't do it. That's great. Those people are the discouragers, right? Mm. They are the, <laughs> like, that's what they are. They are the mockers. They are the ridiculers. They're doing their job and that's fine, right? We have to still do our job, right? I would encourage people to dream. Right. Absolutely. People are going to tell yeah, you you can't big. do X, Y, Z, and that's fine. You can still do anything. If you look around, everything you see was made by a person. Started in their mind with people telling them they couldn't do it, and they did it. Right? So that won't be the first or last time these things happen. Um, but for me, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with accepting that, yeah, you got a dream. A lot of stuff you can't explain. I'm okay with that, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah, see, I'm I'm with you on that. I, there's there's a lot. Of, I'm okay with the stuff we can't explain, but yeah. I'm not going to pretend. I'm just yeah, I indeed. just yeah. I'm just not yeah. going to follow through with it. You know, uh, I yeah. do. I actually do. I'm sorry. I, I pretend that there's Spider Man's God. It's kind of a thing I do just do for the show. Uh, you know, but hey, <laughs> in real life, that I mean, it's not you like where a, you want to go. Do it. Yeah, right? yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah. But like in real life, you know, what I mean, it's not, it's not yeah. something that's it's it's part of my everyday existence. I'm. I'm too damn busy for that honestly i, I just don't have time for yeah. that um yeah. but um what it, it this is interesting i love this thank you so much um it, as far as your god we're almost done uh -huh. uh, as far as your god wh what does he do like right now he she it like what is god doing he created the world and now they're doing what I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think about that, man. I, you know, when I, when I was younger, I would think about this. I'm like, they can't be a guy because he's got too many people to, to worry about. Like, what are you doing? You don't, there's not enough time in the day to really deal with all these people. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but the book is, a, you know, it, it's helpful to me. Uh, it's clarified some things for me, but yeah, no idea what God is doing right now. Hmm. Right. No idea if, if there's a God up there to be yeah. honest with you. And yeah. I'm okay with that, right? Yeah. It may be something I'll never verify, right? But to me, helps me to feel good. Hmm. So that's, you know, uh, that's pretty much the, the bottom line for me. It helps me. So, you yeah. know, but I understand it's based on imagination. It's like uh, an imaginary friend, if you want to call it that. Yes. I have before. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it is, right? You're hitting all my points, Carter. I love this. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what it is. And I'm okay with that, right? I didn't have one growing up, so now I have one. So, you know, hey, this there is kind go. of backwards for me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. Well, hey, man, it works. I'm, I'm just, you know, it's all about helping people and doing less harm. And that's what you're doing. So 
you know, yeah, keep yeah. helping people, keep doing less harm. Maybe That's steer away from that 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 old no. cheese and moldy thing over there. I don't know. <laughs> hey man, um, no, you're a good, good guy. Bad to everything, so <laughs> everything. You know, maybe everybody's not killers and mass murderers, but you know, yeah, yeah, it was a different time back then. <laughs> That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me. <laughs> all right, Carter. Oh, this has been a blast. Where can we find all your stuff at? Go ahead and plug it away. Uh, you can uh, check out the website, man. The, uh, the www.carterhughesknowledgeinstitute.com. We got the goals tracker on there if you want to keep track of your goals. Uh, the power statement. Uh, and then the disability claim spreadsheet on there as well. Uh, we got a, a first-time home buyers kind of spreadsheet on there also. Just oh. giving you five things. Uh <clears throat> five things to focus on yeah yeah we try to give some uh you know wherever we can be useful we try to give a few tips and spreadsheets nice but i found that you know when i was uh i used to do disability claims right so i used to work with folks a lot oh. and uh for me i found that giving them a checklist man really helped them out right because yeah. once yeah. they leave that office they're going to rem- forget mo- most of what you said so uh for <laughs> me once i started giving folks that checklist man they started they were bringing it back that showed me, okay, this is an effective tool, right? For people who are trying to accomplish these things, this is an effective tool. So uh, that that was kind of where the idea came from. But yeah, we got a few of those up there, a few spreadsheets, trackers, uh, just tools to help people, you know, it's for you Super to cool. use it, right? We, Yeah, you know, we can't tell you how to use it. Except we'll give you an idea, but we <laughs> want it to be a platform for your own creativity, you know? Awesome. Nice job, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Let's stay in touch. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you later. I appreciate the questions, man. Have a good one. You too. That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW the Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shout outs. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What the book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? BSW's secret question of the week. What did Jephthah's daughter mourn? First five right answers to bswthepodcast at gmail.com will get five stickers. bswthepodcast at gmail.com.